0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. (laughs) Well
1: done. And welcome back into the OC Fan TV studio. I am one of your hosts, Zach Kanata. I'm joined today by Zach Barkas, Dave Arroyo, (laughs) and the Invisible Man, Bryce Miller. Orlando City tames the top team in the West. Facundo, he is on fire. Duncan, Orlando doesn't run on Duncan. And then uh, our boy Jack Lynn coming in with a fantastic performance. Well in, Jack. You'll hear about all this and more at the top of the hour, so don't go anywhere. We're back again with another word from our friends over there at Bet Bet BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf. And you can even place your NFL futures bets. You can take the Steelers at plus 6,000 to win the Super Bowl. You can take my New York Jets for plus 1,200. Or Duval with 2,500.
0: Or the good old Tampa Bay Buccaneers at plus 12,500. <laughs> okay, buddy. <laughs> Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's code BELIEVE, B L E A V, for your
1: 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Oh, uh, I guess this is the top of the hour. How you guys doing over there? Who's that character from South
0: Park? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fuck, it is. I, I know you're talking
0: about. Well, can I ask? I don't know. I really don't know. Um, we're doing good. You know, OC Fan TV version of Sports Center themed episode, so here we are. Here we Obviously, are. we
1: got the studio, you know, yeah. like SportsCenter does. The visual There's background, right? here. This is not just pinned up. It's there. This is a TV <coughs> What is High the production.
0: Point? High production value. I'll, right drag,
1: I'll drag the D out of place. Ready? <laughs> <sighs> oh, you can't be saying shit like that. Apparently not. With <laughs> you fucking kids around. <laughs> All right. Anyway. So. Statement win from The Voice. and the. Top team in the West uh, falls in Orlando.
0: And now we are only one point back from them, which is kind of crazy to think about. We got Cincinnati uh, above us in, in the East, along with Philly in New England? Yeah. So, I mean, we have teams above, four, three teams above the top teams in the West. That just shows the West is shit. The West is Good, but I think the East just has it has a down pat this year with the with the strength so to get a win against the top team in the West is three points to help us climb in the east unfortunately I believe second and third place still has a game in hand on us um, and they are either uh, level with us level with us on points or three points ahead so we have a little bit of ground or they have a little bit of ground to make up um, for Second and, second and third, first. yeah, they have a game in hand, equal on points with all, uh, New England and Philly. Yep. And it looks like Cincinnati is just going to run away with the supporter Shield <coughs> in the East this year, but um, we're, so we're basically fighting for second, third, fourth, and then even behind us in the table, uh, there's still a lot of fighting to be had, so we're looking pretty good heading into the latter part of the season, and I hope we can keep that going.
1: Yeah, definitely. A um, couple <coughs> of, the, I mean, back-to-back good performances from from us on the road in Chicago. And then to come back home, play a, a team in St. Louis that is a, a strong team. They've shown it all year. They first MLS expansion side to, mm-hmm. what, four, four wins? Four or five in a row. Yeah, four or five. Season. And since then, they really haven't let off the gas, you know. Um, kind of want to attribute it to the atmosphere, though, in the stadium. That was, like, the first relatively close two-way cell, not, like, Close to a sellout, but like you could feel the atmosphere in the stadium for the first time in a while. I think
0: those first couple of minutes were were pretty electric. Obviously, it, it died down a little bit, but it was still like you said, we're, we're getting back to that. We're selling Col- Palace, sure, Purple Palace. We're selling more tickets. There's more people in the stadium making more noise. And I think you just use the word attribute. I'm gonna use it again. We can attribute that to winning. Yeah, we said it. the beginning of the season at the end of last season if you win people will want to come to the matches if they're having fun of the game it will be even better so you just the atmosphere is helped by winning obviously people are having a good time they're going to want to bring their friends and the friends see that they're going to bring their friends so it really all comes down to the performance on the pitch and uh, i think we've seen evidence of that this season so it
1: just helps a lot speaking of performances on the pitch our man of the match and standout star performer from the past couple of matches for us. Facundo's definitely finding his footing again. Mm. We know that he finishes out seasons better than he starts them. So hopefully this is him hitting his stride now for <clears throat> the business end of the season.
0: Yeah, we'd love to see that. He's now our leading scorer with 10 goals in the league. Maybe. I think it's just in the league. Um, then there's Duncan sitting there with eight. So uh, we're getting good goal contributions from at least two of our attackers um, but yeah, Facundo's hitting his stride. We kind of saw him dip down a little bit, but like you said, he's coming into his uh, his own at the end of the season, looking like Man City, trying to close out a Premier League title yet again. <laughs> <It's>, what? <laughs> you cannot compare us to Man City. I didn't compare us, I compared Facundo. <laughs> he is, he's closing, he's going to start to close out the season. Go ahead. yeah, sure. Two goals, um... <laughs> Should have had a third goal. Jack Lynn was robbed of an assist, as we saw. Um, Nerwinski or whatever his name was, was oh. a bum. yeah bum. Oh, well, that was
1: also Enrique. No, so that was a yeah, but Jack Lynn
0: was robbed of an assist. I said, oh. I was, Sorry. You say, yeah, I, I know. Should have had three. I said we, not. You yeah, I was bad to begin with. with you you should have clarified that you were a bitch before we started this podcast together. You're literally ugly. <laughs> Get a haircut. <laughs> and we're back. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jacqueline robs of an assist. He played well. Yeah. In nine minutes he was on. It was more
1: than that. He came on 80, 84 and played till 100. That was uh, definitely a good little cameo for him. Um, love the work rate that we get to see out of him. Mm-hmm. He definitely looks like he's somebody that's fighting to be able to be with this first team roster yep. consistently. So... Good things out of that. I mean, love seeing him back defending on set pieces, and then like you said, a decent ball. Decent. It was pinpoint. <laughs> Absolutely. It was, a, pinpoint. it was a
0: great ball. It's yeah. also nice to see him acknowledge some of his fangirls up in the supporters section. There he is, and girls, really? Well, there's yeah. multiple apparently. Multiple. I'm sure. I'm Four. pretty sure our people clapping for him when Good. He, he scored that one. i am started a movement. <laughs> he did acknowledge you. I'll give you that, but. Of course, I was looking away. Hey, hey.
1: Uh, Michael. So, speaking of strikers, Mr. Duncan McGuire. We're starting <clears> to <throat> see a little stagnation from him. Yeah. Do we think that's him getting leggy? Do we think that's him just not getting the same opportunities that he's gotten in the past? What are we attributing that to?
0: Could it be play style? Because we have heard that Oscar or certain people have told him not to run and sprint and fight every tackle like it's his last tackle. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's it's something in that, and then it's gotten to his head, and he doesn't want to get hurt, or he's just trying. He's just really listening to the coaches, and what we saw him do really well in was when he. Uh, I am word souping right now. But he did really well in is when he was trying hard and fighting like every tackle was his last. But I don't think we've seen that as much in the recent matches, in these last three where he hasn't had a goal contribution and it's just kind of been, oh, we have a striker up top. Um, so yeah, I understand the the kind of liability that he is to himself when he's fighting really hard. But it, that's what was working for him and he was staying healthy, so
1: it's just kind of fifty fifty on it. I think he's. Starting to get tired. Mm -hmm. Um, He's been our number one now for months. Mm -hmm. And he's played a lot of minutes every single match. Um, Yeah, you're going to look up the exact number. So we'll get that in a second. But for a rookie coming into the MLS with the travel, with the load, with all that kind of stuff. And then we see in his play style, he's a very high energy, aggressive striker, you know, that's also going to put wear on him. So, I think it's coming down to he needs a good rest. Yep. And just needs to be able to, especially on a double match week like we're going into. Yeah, you can't we, start. We need to see him get a rest. Yep.
0: But you can argue the fact that we just had a, a reasonable rest in the league's cup. Right. Which
1: we didn't is what, I want to say, himself.
0: what, two or three weeks
1: that we've had off?
0: Yep, something like that. So... Is it a rest need or is it, is it just him kind of slowing down in general mm-hmm. for the season at least? So according to transfer market, transfer market, I think it is eight. It's a total of nine hundred and fifty minutes in the MLS across twenty-one matches, and for the first however many games of the season he wasn't really playing because Caro was still getting starts up top, or it was Enrique, and then he finally came in took his Good. chances and started, start, started, started, started. Um, so I think these 950 minutes have kind of just been in a cramped timeline because it's been start, 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 start instead of rotation. Um, so it definitely could be that uh, that he's just tired or it could be a mix of, hey, don't run as hard and you're going to start every single match and play minimum 65 minutes. Yeah. So there's a lot to it. Um, and then I do think we will probably see rotation, especially tomorrow. Well, yeah, what is tomorrow? Wednesday against Charlotte. So it could either. I think it's going to be Enrique probably starting up top. Don't think Jacqueline has got to that point where he could be our starting striker yet. Um, but then maybe Duncan comes on for the last 15, 20 minutes and then starts again on Saturday. See, I, I know you might hate to hear it, but <clears throat> if he's healthy, this could be a game... And if he's available, that that car starts. I just feel like Enrique is a better option, uh, coming off the bench when you know people are getting leggy, and he just provides that spark. Um, and I don't, I don't know if Jacqueline is ready to to start first team either. Mm-hmm. So could this be the return of Air Kara?
1: Well, speaking on John Kara, let's go ahead and talk about the transfer ringers that came up and then fell apart in a matter of 48 hours. Yeah. He
0: was uh, linked to Turkish side, Samson Spur, Samson Spur. Um, It was reported that it was pretty close to, uh, to Orlando city and Samson Spur agreeing a deal. And then Tom Bogert came out, I believe it was just yesterday, but it would have been Tuesday, uh, and said that the deal was not quote unquote very close. And then there was even more reports today saying that Orlando City rejected uh, the offer from Samson Spurs to, and it was, sorry, it was Samson Spurs' final offer, quote-unquote final offer. So we'll see what happens. I believe the Turkish window, I think they said it closes September 8th, so they have up until then to try to make a deal. It was also not, or Car is not also Samson Spurs' like main target. Apparently it would just be like a backup striker, a rotational striker. So who knows what'll happen, but I, I
1: I don't see this going through anymore at this rate. I don't see something happening right now. I do see something happening in the off season. Um, Possibility. I, yeah. I think we'll definitely look for more suitors during that yep. time, you know, and we'll we'll take the best offer we can get. <clears throat> Reality of it is, is that we're gonna have to eat some cost here because he's definitely dropped in value <clears throat> since we've we've made that purchase mm-hmm. there's not going to be a team that's going to you know pay him the 2.4 or whatever he makes a year here so he's gonna have to take a pay cut we're gonna have to eat a little bit on the cost but it's something that needs to be done because our DP can't be our third choice striker yep at this rate fourth yeah mm-hmm so it, it can't, that can't be the case. We have needs in, the, in other parts of the field that need to be filled yep. that would be suited for us to bring in a, a DP-type player. So it's definitely something that I see happening in the offseason. Where he ends up, who knows. But Could it, end up back in Austria. You know, so it's, a, it's just a financial decision that has to be made.
0: Because you're, it, yes, you may eat a little bit on selling him, but you're gonna pay him however million dollars to sit on the bench for months. Yep. It's just it's not a good return on investment. So it's it's time to part ways. He hasn't even been sitting on the bench. He hasn't been in the squad last two match days for personal reasons, mm-hmm. and now we see what those personal reasons are. Um, so to still be paying him and him not even travel to Chicago, who knows if he traveled to Charlotte? Um, I hope we see him on the – well, not – so. I don't mean it like that. If he isn't there on – or if he isn't in Charlotte tomorrow, then I hope he's on that player availability report. And it just said not available or personal reasons or something again so we get a little bit of clarity because I don't think he was even on that report um, for when we played St. Louis on Saturday. Mm -hmm. But knowing MLS clubs and especially Orlando City, we're not going to get that clarity. We're just going to have the little mumbles of reports, and then we got to figure
1: out if they're true or not and wait 48 hours. So, who knows? So, I know we got a little off track, but let's get back to St. Louis. Um, we talked about it before. Rodrigo didn't notice him. I feel like that's all you can ask for, and your backup center back coming in, honestly, truthfully. <laughs> like that's the like you know they're not going to come in here and do anything insane so i don't want to notice that you're in the game i just want things to go as they normally are want you to do things that antonio would do you know what i mean i don't want to notice that antonio's not in the game and it's rodrigo
0: i mean you would want to notice him if he was doing something pretty good but you don't want to notice him for, yeah. Of oh, course. shit,
1: I cleared the ball straight up in the sky, and then Joel Klaus headed into the net, and it's 2-2. But I would rather not notice him than notice him for, for a couple of good things yeah. and then a whole bunch of bad things. Yeah. He,
0: he had a game. That's how I would put it. It's not like, wow, he had himself a game. It's he played in that game. Yep, he did his job. Yeah, That's all you can really ask for. There wasn't that crazy step up of, where are you going? As their four is running in right behind you as you step up, so yeah, he didn't have that crazy Rodrigo mistake. He didn't have, uh, he didn't score the winner in the 94th minute, but he, like you said, he did his job, and we only conceded one, so ended up winning the game three points with Rodrigo starting.
1: <clears throat> Still want Antonio back, but he did his job. Sticking with the defense, how do we feel about Dagger Dan yet again in the right back spot? Sign
0: him to a seven-year deal. Right back. It's oh my god, it's just refreshing to see if the way we play a right back that can push up in the midfield mm-hmm. and that is confident on the ball. That's something I don't think we have in either. Um Mikey and Kyle. Like yes, Michael or Mikey might maybe lead up and down the field,
1: but like on the ball, he doesn't look as confident as, mm-hmm. as Dagger. So Mikey coming back into the team now, we've seen him get minutes now in the past two matches. He doesn't come back into the the starting 11 for you yet. Me, no. Right, because it's still the,
0: my vision is, you still start until you do something wrong. And in my eyes, he's done nothing wrong Mm -hmm. and pretty much almost everything right.
1: I would agree with that. I I was going to say the same thing, that it, it's tough for Mikey, but it is what it is. Like, you had your spot earlier in the year, but you went out with an injury. There's somebody else here that's performing. We saw with Petrasso at the beginning of the season, he was the guy that we wanted to play a left back, ended up getting hurt. Santos came in, took advantage of his opportunities, and now you can't take him out of the team. I forgot. I honestly forgot he existed. Yeah. Luca Petrasso. Petrasso. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Wow. So. so hurt? Has he been hurt? Just no, not he's, selected? he's just not starting. You know he's in the he's in the squad. It was you know early in the season when he was out for you know a little bit of an extended time, like three four weeks. I think he was. That's when Rafael made But his name. Santos came in, took advantage of his opportunities, and and he ran with it. You know we saw Santos in the preseason, then match week one we saw Petrasso, and we were like, yes, this is the way we want to. Santos yeah. needs to leave the
0: club. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much after <laughs> after preseason game one, <clears throat> it might
1: have been the overreaction of the season oh this century apparently <laughs> All right so move a little bit into the midfield the pairing with uh Cesar Wilder still elite he did am I
0: no that was against Chicago where Cesar had a little bit of a shocker yeah. Yeah. and it wasn't great uh, that's I think he's another player or I'm just kind of like it's kind of like Schlegel mm-hmm. yeah he played he might have done things kind of like a like a lineman does in football where they do the dirty work, but they're not noticed as much and they don't get the recognition. Mm-hmm. And that might have been what he did this game. I just haven't gone back to look at it fully and kind of tracked him through the game. So he could have been doing the dirty work in the tackles um, and making those little simple passes. Uh, but, yeah, I don't really have much to say on Cesar, Cardania, kind of the same thing. They just did their jobs and they did it well.
1: And uh, here we are. So I think teams are figuring out now that that's a strong point for us is that the midfield, and they're all trying to, to cram the midfield, clog it up, and force things wide, which almost at the same time plays into our hands because some of our most dynamic players are our wide players in Facundo and Angulo. So now that we've kind of got, I mean, both those guys are creating opportunities left and right. Whether I'd say, honestly,
0: them. on the left, yeah, Facundo, yes, mm-hmm. on the right, but on the left, for me, it'd be Rafael well, Santos. Yeah. That's more of a danger, man. Yeah. Angulo is good. He can take players on, but final product, he said it at the game, right? I think you said it at the game. Yeah, yeah. He, it's, it's, he's starting to get to the point where it's, I'm it's kind just, of tired of it.
1: Yeah. Well, who are you going to play in that spot? You can't,
0: but I'm tired of the fact that he gets down there. It's two step overs he gets past one man and then his pass or his cross goes straight to the other the first guy that comes to close him down or he does something else and it's a backwards pass and i'm just like eventually you have to get to the point where your final product is helping us i don't know what his goal contributions are on the season but i i can imagine it's not over five i'm gonna have no it's seven all right three assists four goals so two over five apologies, <laughs> but when you're starting pretty much every game on the left wing, you gotta have a little bit more than that, and it's like if we all said let's let's sign them from the from the loan deal that we have them on, and make it permanent. I'm like I said it in the game. I'm just gonna need to see an improvement, an, an improvement in the final product, or else we're just paying you to kind of. Be a domitor, as you can say. You you got the pace. You can beat a man, but what can you do? That's just kind of where I'm at. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say he's good, but he's not effective. That's just the way
1: I view it. Effective in the final product. Yeah. Was I say I that he creates a lot of chances for us at the end of the day. Like whether he finishes them, that but he's creating for a lot of other people at the same time. He's drawing defenders and, and creating that space for Santos to be able to do his things. Correct, yeah. So he he does a lot of the dirty work, like you were saying, with the midfield. He does the dirty work on the left side because we know that he's not the guy that's going to be serving the ball into the box. He's drawing the defenders and creating that space a lot of the time. I mean, you could stick me out there and I could do that.
0: Let me go. I mean, let me but, go there, shift in a little bit, drag the right back in so Rafael can get
1: in. They're going to watch you one time and be like, this guy ain't doing shit anyway. Like, Until I get the ball one time on the top of the box, curl it far post, top bins off the post in. Yeah, that's it's another cool. thing. Like, when he's in the
0: final third with the ball, he's someone who should be able to put a shot on target. Yeah. But the the product from him is either something that's skyed or, like, it's a through ball to the keeper. There's no danger in his delivery. That came up with, said it two minutes ago. It's like it's a Traore. Mm-hmm. we were watching the highlights of the Arsenal Fulham game, and he had that breakaway, and he got past the defender. He got, past, I think it was Saliba, and then he tried to chip Rams down and just hit him right in the arm or chest. Like that's what we've come used to with with Angulo, and I don't think you want that to kind of be the guy that you rely on for a late goal or a breakaway. You want someone with that pace that can they can put it away. Even <coughs> Dan James. Actually, so yeah, Dan I shouldn't James. be surprised when he has a good shot. Yeah, it should be the other way around. When he skies something, and you're like, "Oh, what the fuck was that?" Right, right. that's just the new normal for us.
1: <clears throat> Three Boss Two point seems to be that way. Um, Mo had another Mo game. You know, didn't didn't notice him do anything wrong, but he also didn't do anything spectacular. So, uh, you guys want to do top two, bottom one? that, says Mauricio Pereira created the
0: most chances in the match. There you go. So, he created five chances. Can't really ask for much more than...
1: Nope. I've, that's pretty decent, actually. Or. Yeah. Yeah. Bottom one.
0: I got mine. Straight off the rip. It's not even an Orlando City player. It is a St. Louis player. His name is Azeel Jackson. He uh, had five fouls committed. He was a little menaced the whole time. I hated watching him play. He didn't do shit except for foul our players, and it took him until that fifth foul to get the first yellow. I think it was the first yellow card of the match. I thought it was a sixth foul. It, on here it says he only committed five fouls. Fair so, either way, uh, he pissed me off the whole time. Don't know how he got away with four fouls <clears> before <throat> he finally got a fifth, or yeah, before he finally committed the fifth and got that yellow. It, he just pissed me off. His little hair up in the bun. He's
1: a little short, fucking piss off. Yeah, sorry. Good. Um, my bottom one is also not an Orlando City player. It's actually not a, a player in, at all. Um, Eli, poor <laughs> from you, buddy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, real talk, though. <clears throat> we respect you. Honestly, thanks for coming out to Orlando making some great content. But you couldn't find the big-ass light. Come on. Be better. Go well, up. Correct.
0: Dave? Um, I'm going to go with a player kind of like Zach. It's on the other team. I'm going to go with Nerwinski for denying a. Jack Less. Sure, but That's a third goal. A, a goal that could have helped us in what's it called? Goal differential. That would have gotten yeah. Enrique on the score sheet.
1: <clears throat>
0: yeah. Sorry to shitting on everybody, but. I certainly. mean, if we're, if we're going to Atlanta yeah, City, Duncan didn't have a great game. I don't think yep. Angulo had a good game. Those would be my two.
1: Yeah, those are really the only two I think you can you can say had themselves poor games. And it's not even like they were atrocious games where we noticed how bad they were. It's just not up to the standard we would like them to be at. So, yeah. Apart from
0: uh, Nerwinski, who had the red card. He was at a five one. Okay. The lowest rated player from either side was Ezekiel Jackson with a five nine. So he could go fuck himself.
1: There you go. Also like Nowitzki either
0: don't commit the foul or commit it in the box. That's just true. Fuck you. What, what an league. ass. Jack Lynn could have taken the pen. No. He could have assisted he could have, the pen that he took. Johnson could have taken the pen. Pedro could have taken the pen. Sub Oscar on let him take a pen? Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> at this point Throw me on there. Ew. No. I Top that shit away. Top two. First one. Uh, one of them is obviously, for me, is it's going to be Facundo. I think it might be the same for everybody else. So, yeah. Facundo, yep. man of the match performance. Two goals. Class act all the way around. Yeah. Fair. Yeah.
1: Facundo? Yep. No, agreed. Facundo. It's, all right. I mean, not much more to say about the guy.
0: Then you want to go ahead with your
1: second. Um, yeah, my second is going to be Dagger Dan, um, 8.2 on foot mob, completed the most dribbles in the match, 88% pass accuracy, created one chance, total shot of one, 48 touches, three passes into the final third, so had himself a match. Created, uh, created some chances for us, and it's really good to see somebody, like Dave said, step into the midfield and be effective. Yeah. yeah.
0: I was doing the same thing as you. I'm just copying. I don't think there's... There wasn't as much of a standout performer as there was both Facundo and Dagger Dan, so I could try to go down a route and find somebody, but then that will just be overlooking what he did in that game. I just don't feel like I can do that. The assist, good for you. Fantastic. Well done. Um, yeah, just nice to see the right-back that steps into the midfield and it works out. Um, poor Kyle Smith, man. Sorry, just not your, your role. And Dyer Dan as a midfielder can do that. And he can still defend well enough to play right back. So it works out well. Yeah, make that three for three. Um, for all the reasons you both said, but the only other person I could see you giving man of the match to or top two would be Mo, just because he created five chances.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. But other than that, I've, Dan was was class. Mm-hmm. Uh, want to check Discord and see if there's anything else that we missed? No, let's go through that right now. Uh,
0: discussion topics in Discord. All right, let's see. Uh, obviously the Qatar, Katara, Katara, potential <coughs> transfer news. Did that. Uh, here we go. What's everyone's current thoughts on Ojeda? We did see him come on as a substitute, as we have seen uh, in basically almost every match this season. Didn't really notice anything from him
1: at all. Still not there. Still not at the level that you need from him to be in the starting 11. So.
0: Yeah, he's, he's not the 11. He did have a good free kick just straight at the keeper, but not good enough. He does have two more goal contributions this season than Yvonne Gulo. So there is that. Take from him what you will. But he's basically been coming on as a substitute where Angulo has been starting. Mm-hmm. And was, does a lot of the dirty work on the left yeah. side. Oh, he so probably won't do that. Exactly. That's, that's the one drawback that you'd get from mm-hmm. starting him on the left. Uh, is Duncan losing form, or is it just a small slump? I feel like we hit home on both of those already. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Supporter shield thoughts. Can anyone in the East catch up to Cincy? No. Don't think so.
1: No, I think they've they've built up a lot of ground. Unless they just drop a shit ton of points here at the end, but I just don't see that happening. They're gonna pull an Arsenal. Fuck off. Not <laughs> a of pocket.
0: Um, bum, bum, bum. It's just much conversation about Duncan. Twelfth place. Uh, how Jacqueline looked like a better defender than Rodrigo Schlegel. My goat. Hi.
1: They both did their job. Yeah, I was going to say, Robert, you actually had a... Is it well? good
0: match. Um. And... Nope. Fantastic. Wow. Thank you for all the people in the Discord that put some discussion topics in there. Sorry we didn't do that before, but we did hit pretty much all the topics in there. So if you're not in the Discord already, go ahead and join. You can contribute to what we talk about on the podcast, and hopefully we'll actually <laughs> look at it at the beginning of the pod yeah. so we know... Uh, what you guys want to hear? Um, Charlotte tomorrow. Charlotte tomorrow. Technically yeah. today when people are listening to this. Tonight.
1: Yeah. Doing the watch along depending on the hurricane weather. Yep. If we can get up here safely or not. I think we should be able to, but it'll be cutting it close. So stay tuned. So, you know, all our social medias We're will give that information out there. Yep. Do we finally get our win over Charlotte this season? <laughs> the, what, knock on wood
0: the you know the website 538 oh. the, i was looking at the like the percentages and they give the percentages of who's going to win if it's going to be a draw and i'm pretty sure charlotte was it like it was 47 or 57 and we were at like 20 <laughs> and then the draw was ever whatever other number that uh, adds up to 100 in there so apparently statistically charlotte's meant to win this game they're coming off a 2-1 win against lafc so that's that's a big win for them um out <laughs> yeah, Mickey Mouse is gonna be calling the game again, <laughs> listening to the home team radio to see if he appears again.
1: Um, yeah, we need to beat Charlotte. We do. It's been our bogey team this year. Yeah. Just can't we just don't have a good performance anytime that we've played them in the past you know, two matches this season, so definitely need to see a good performance. Definitely need to see some rotation. Because you know, we come back home?
0: Uh, no, we play away again. On, I think we play at Cincy on Saturday. So, this little, we play a team not in the playoff, well, maybe in the playoff race, not in the playoff spot right now. Uh, and then we play the top team in the East, I'm pretty sure, five days from now. Yep. So, rotation, two away matches in a row, probably not heading home. Yeah, it's going to be a little rough. Yeah. A little rough stretch. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Wait, what? No, that's just fucked. You're right. This Saturday against yeah.
1: Yeah. Cincy. Yep. yep. So a well, little little away stretch here for us. Um, <coughs> we know that we have some decent road form. Mm-hmm. So it could be a good thing for us, you know, to keep this, this streak alive per se. But still, the best away form overall in the mm-hmm. league,
0: I believe. So should be hopefully lean on that a little bit and
1: then yep. take it with us in the Cincy because that'll be a fun one. That one's definitely gonna be a test. That's gonna be a test for sure. You're talking about, you know, two top five teams in the East playing against each other.
0: I, that could actually, thinking about it, that could impact the uh, supporter shield race for all all of the teams mm-hmm. within even two points of us below the table, or yeah, under us uh, points wise. So if we if we can come away with three points away six points on this road trip we are then in in a good spot to one stay in the playoff race no matter what and even make a push for the top so try to get that home playoff spot all right important we're in yeah keep the home at this point there's what maybe three points separating us from yeah it's it's a tight race in the east so from from seventh to us which is nashville it's a five point difference. Yeah. So it it's kind of like a, every you have to win every game. That's
1: how you have to view
0: these upcoming mm-hmm. set of
1: fixtures. So realistically, how many points are you taking away from this weekend? Me, just these two games mm-hmm. between Cincy
0: and Charlotte? Charlotte. Ideally, we get six. I think realistically four.
1: Draw Cincy beat Charlotte. Yeah. 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 Um, I hope that we can walk away with the six, like you said. But I think four is the what we should shoot for on a short week with you know travel, all that. We we should walk away with four points. That'll be a test, that's for sure. Y'all got anything else? No. No. So if you like what you heard here, make sure you hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, turn on your notifications don't dm us or message us on anything or comment on anything asking when family actually coming out because you'll know when they come out um, we are trying to reach 500 subscribers by the end of the season so make sure you share this stuff with your friends your family just not your kids probably wouldn't be safe not family friendly that's for you owen uh if you like what you heard mm-hmm. here make sure that you check out all our social medias at oc fan tv 22 on twi- uh, twitter x now <laughs> uh at oc fan tv on instagram orlando city fan tv on facebook oc fan tv on tiktok we're on threads i guess that's still a thing still kicking so yeah. orlando city fan tv on there um like you said before join the discord And you can help us know what you want to hear us talk about, so we don't just ramble about random stuff on here. Thanks. Uh, Check out our Patreon. It's only three dollars a month. We've got some really cool content on there. If you liked what you saw at the end of the episode with Taylor and some Premier League stuff, that's where that will all be. Helps us buy a new soundboard. So still needed. Let's let's get on the Patreon. Um, But yeah, we appreciate you guys for joining us here in the Orlando City Fan TV studio. Our sponsor? Thanks again to our sponsor, BetOnline. Make sure you use that code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus. And yeah, SportsCenter out. Kick a can.